Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Starting with wheat, where the headlines are that grain prices have fallen to new lows and Russian wheat values have eroded, and EU wheat's been narrowing the gap against last year. Grain prices fell to new lows as managed fund and speculative selling continues to weigh on values. A lack of fresh fundamental supportive news encouraged fund managers to increase their sold positions in US agricultural futures markets. Funds also hold a substantial short position in the Matif wheat futures market. The short positions that funds are running are historically high and will need to be covered at some point as that side of the room is getting rather crowded. But for now they appear content to roll their positions forward into the deferred positions. Russian wheat values have eroded again after a brief spell of stability in an attempt to attract fresh demand following a drop-off in the export pace. Bad weather was the reason for the slowdown in December and January, combined with shipping issues via the Red Sea due to terrorist attacks on vessels transiting through. Russia has also increased their grain export quota for February to June to 28 from 24 million metric tonnes previously, which appears optimistic given their current run rate. Unconfirmed reports suggest that the Russian government have lowered their recommended export price, the floor price, to $235 FOB from 250 previously. In reality, the cash market is already trading below this level and any change is only relevant to public tenders to the likes of Egypt, GASC, where the recent sharp drop in EU prices would have made it a viable alternative to Russian wheat if the higher floor price had been maintained. EU wheat exports have been narrowing the gap against last year, which was needed, although the data remains incomplete, with the EU Commission blaming IT issues. Reports circulate that Turkish President Erdogan is scheduled to meet with President Putin in February to discuss restoring the now-defunct Black Sea Grain Initiative, although there have been no public statements. The success of Ukraine's new corridor would suggest that Ukraine have very little to gain by re-entering the old BSGI agreement, which saw Russian vessels inspectors deliberately slow the pace of shipments. The volumes being shipped out of Ukraine's Black Sea ports via the new corridor would suggest that Putin's attempts to disable the export facilities have been unsuccessful. There are reports that Ukrainian drones attacked vessels near the Kerch Bridge, which is the only direct link to mainland Russia with Crimea and the main supply route. The Kerch Bridge also spans the Kerch Strait, which connects the Black Sea with the Sea of Azov, through which a substantial volume of Russian wheat is shipped. If Ukraine destroyed the Kerch Bridge, it would be a game-changer, as it's of great strategic importance to Russia. The February USDA report did not contain any major surprises, which allowed the pervading negative sentiment to prevail. There is a major discrepancy between the USDA's Brazilian maize and soybean crop forecast and that of CONAB, who are much lower. Time will tell which is the more accurate, but for now the USDA appear to be the outlier. Weather forecasters are predicting a return to La Nina from this season's El Nino in the second half of the calendar year. The market appears to have very little risk premium factored in for any major weather issues, despite some concerns in North and South America, Asia, North Africa and Europe. Major wheat exporter stocks are already the lowest in a decade, so the market is putting a lot of faith in Mother Nature to perform. 
On to malting barley, this week's headlines. Prices continue to come under pressure. Domestic and export markets are quiet and new crop spring barley plantings are slow. Prices are coming under pressure on both old and new crop. The old crop markets are drifting, with maltsters being reluctant buyers of the April to June position and no farmer selling. The new crop has also come down due to the expected bigger spring barley area, which is keeping buyers out of the market currently. Opportunities to trade the old or new crop are just about non-existent. The UK maltster is now saying they finish buying old crop. Will they come back into the market before the end of the season to top up? Will depend on individual stock and sales positions. Some spring barley has been planted, but there is still a considerable amount to go in. The couple of dry weeks we've had enabled farmers to start with spring plantings, but a considerable amount of this was wheat. The weather forecast for the next few weeks continues to be unsettled, so it's very unlikely that planting will continue for the foreseeable future. On to oilseed rape. Matif rapeseed bounced from €410. Last week's USDA report in focus and there's favourable weather in Argentina. Matif rapeseed has bounced from the recent lows before finding resistance at €425. The whole oilseed complex remains under pressure, with Chicago soybeans and Canadian canola both trading around multi-year lows. Last week's USDA report was bearish to soybeans. Attention was on the 2023-24 Brazilian soybean crop numbers, which were only reduced by 1 million metric tonnes to 156, compared to an expected 153.15. Argentina and Paraguay were left unchanged, with a small increase for others. The 2023-24 US soybean outlook is for lower soybean exports and higher ending stocks. And global 2023-24 soybean supply and demand forecast included higher beginning stocks, lower production, lower exports and higher ending stocks compared to last month. Soybeans continue to be pressured as forecasts of rainfall bolster expectations for ample supplies across South America. Refinitiv Commodities Research have increased their forecast for 2023-24 Argentinian soybean production by 1% to 51.9 million metric tonnes, commenting that the weather through late January and early February has been favourable to crops' prime developmental period, growth and blooming period before the pod fill. Crude oil remains choppy with attention on geopolitical tensions, economic concerns and oversupply and demand worries. A larger-than-expected jump in U.S. crude inventories this week raised doubts about the strength of demand in the world's largest economy and top oil consumer. The Energy Information Administration told U.S. crude inventories jumped by 12 million barrels to 439.5 million barrels in the week to February 9, exceeding expectations of a 2.6 million barrel rise. However, offsetting this, EIA data also showed gasoline and distillate stocks to fall more than forecast. Gasoline stocks dropped by 3.7 million barrels to 247.3, compared with expectations of a 1.2 million barrel draw. Finally, the grain and oilseed price indicator, starting with feed wheat for May at 153 to 163, November 173 to 183. Feed barley for May, 140 to 150, November, 148 to 158. And oilseed rape for May, 346 to 351, November, 341 to 346. Thanks for listening. 
To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular Openfield contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.